Hey sister. Okay. I'm so excited to talk to you today about the ovulation calendar or the ovulation calculator. So if you have ever done a Google search on this or have relied on your app to help predict when you're going to ovulate, you totally need to hear this episode today because I'm going to be talking about some things that you might not have known about variability in your cycle. And I want you to really think if any of these things may apply to you. So let's dive in and get started. Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked anytime I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally, but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances. Until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation, and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea, and a journal because it's time for a Come to Jesus and Hormones meeting. Okay, guys, before we get started, I want to ask you a question. Have you taken the hormone quiz? Because honestly, especially as we talk about today's content and the variability in your cycle, I'm really curious what your results may be. And um, if you've taken that quiz, it's really fun and it's kind of hilarious. And it can give you a pointer to what you may be dealing with. It might tell you you're healthy. It might tell you you may be dealing with low progesterone or estrogen dominance. So definitely... Um, scroll down in the show notes and take that quiz if you have not yet, because it's very interesting information. Um, it's not a diagnosis, but it does um, point the needle where you know we're kind of looking at for what you're dealing with. So go take that. Now, I have another thing I want to talk to you about because I'm just like hearing a lot of feedback from you guys, especially in the periods group, that you're just wondering if your hormones are being properly assessed. And I know that you guys don't like the feeling of being trapped in a corner for IUI or IVF. And I know that every time you see yet another pregnancy announcement or you hear about another friend getting pregnant, you're happy for them, but it's wearing on your emotions, if you're being honest. Like you're trying to be content with what God's plan is and you've put your fertility in his hands. But honestly, you're just wondering if there's something else that you could or should be doing that's in between your Google search changes and IVF, right? Like what's the in-between? So listen, I, I really want you to just please stop searching Google for questions regarding your period, your ovulation, and what are the natural things that you can do to get pregnant. And also stop asking Google, like, how much is IVF going to cost? And is your insurance going to cover it? Because listen, I am here for you. I truly believe that I am the Lord's spokesperson. I know he has put me inside of your ears today <laughs> to tell you that I am here to help you and I'm here to serve you in the name of Jesus, to help you to finally understand what in the world is going on with your cycle and your period and your ovulation, and how is that affecting you being able to get pregnant. And, and I want to help you. I'm here to help you spiritually, physically, and emotionally make changes to support restoring your fertility healthfully. 
So I want you to go right now to sign up for the Healthy Cycles class that is coming up because that is going to be the place and space where I'm going to help you, girlfriend, and you need to be there. You need to change your dinner plans. <laughs> you need to come to that class and show up and be there because I promise you, like, that's your next right step. Okay, so go down in the show notes and sign up for that Healthy Cycles class because I know it is going to bless you and be the answer that you have been trying to ask Google for and you've been trying to avoid IVF for. Okay. So I'll see you in that class. Now let's get into today's episode. What is an ovulation calendar and can you use it to help get pregnant? So um, I want to teach you guys about three things that you need to know. So starting off with a little story, I just wanted to share like in my FEM training, it was so fascinating. Before I got certified as a FEM educator, I had done a crazy amount of research and a crazy amount of reading books. Like anybody who knows me knows that whatever I do, I do it to the fullest extent possible. And so when I was in my healing journey and trying to figure out why did I have all these miscarriages? What was the issue? What do I need to do to fix it? You guys, I read so many books. I think I spent like before all my trainings and certifications, I probably spent over a hundred hours reading and researching and all of that. And it was, it was really intensive. And even with all of my own personal research, when I was getting trained as a femme educator, I learned so much. And one of the really interesting things that I learned about that I'm going to teach you guys about today in this episode is about follicular phase variability. All right. So this is the first thing if you're taking notes or whatever, this is the first thing that can be, um, uh, it, it can be variable and you can't necessarily depend on that ovulation calendar or calculator because of this variability. And now I'm just, I'm going a little spaghetti brain here. <laughs> so before we dig into that, what if maybe, I know you've probably searched like ovulation calculator, or maybe you've relied on your period app or your cycle tra tracking app or your fertility device that you use to monitor your hormones. You've probably looked at that to see if it's telling you that you are ovulating, right? And you're probably relying on it to... <clears throat> to, to let you know, like, hey, you're about to ovulate or hey, you've ovulated. And you've probably accepted that as, okay, that's when I ovulated. But here's the thing. It, it may be right, but it doesn't know for sure. Okay. So when I'm talking about ovulation calendar and ovulation calculator, it's, it's just like basic algorithms. Like you could literally Google search this guy and like plug it into WebMD and answer like two questions. And it'll tell you like, this is probably the day you ovulated. And let me tell you, it's wrong. Like it could be right. I'm not saying it's not right, but like the chances of it, I don't know, 50, 50, 60, 40, probably not correct. So um, here, here are three things that are, are variable in woman to woman. And honestly, if you're here on this podcast and you're listening to the show, you may be experiencing some, some type of irregularity in your cycle, or you may be thinking that your cycle is normal, but actually it's not. So this is why you can't depend on these apps or these devices or these things online that tell you when you ovulated. Okay. So here's why. So number one, I, I spoke on this just a little bit, but the number one thing is follicular phase variability. 
So your follicular phase is defined as day one of your cycle until your peak day um, or the day that that, you know, I teach it in when you learn FEM and you learn like the whole method, like that's one of the little things that we teach. Um, so it's day one of your cycle to your peak day. Okay. So that's around when you ovulate, not, ex it's not an exact day that you ovulated, but day one of your cycle to your peak day is your follicular phase. And this phase, we say that it is variable. So that means it can change from cycle to cycle and that could be totally normal. All right, so one cycle, your follicular phase may be 14 days. And the next cycle, your follicular phase may be 20 days. And um, that difference could be totally normal. And here are some things that could delay your body working to ovulate in your follicular phase. So if you get super duper stressed out, like if you, um, you get in a car wreck or you're traveling and it's just like super crazy, if you move, um, if you have a really stressful conflict um, or some kind of dealing, you know, with somebody, just anything that like put a lot of stress on you physically or emotionally, um, that stress is going to tell your body like, hey, 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 we're dealing with this right now. We are not in a good place to accept a pregnancy and accept a baby. And so we're just going to not, we're just going to delay this ovulation a little bit so that you're in a good place. And it's, I think that's so cool. Like that is totally God's design and God's protection for you and for our bodies to press the pause button on ovulation in the case that we're dealing with a really stressful or intense event. I think that's super cool. Hey sister. Okay, girlfriend, have you signed up for the Healthy Cycles class yet? It is coming up on Monday, January 29th at 6.45 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Because girl, if you are just feeling like you don't have the time and you don't have the resources to figure out how to support your hormones and how to support your fertility, this quick, less than an hour class is going to give you exactly what you need to know for how in the Sam Hill can I actually help my hormones and my conception health, okay? So I want you to scroll down right now and sign up for that class and come because seriously, you'll be so blessed by it. I'll see you there. So, um, but the thing is, is those apps and those calendars and devices don't, they can't calculate and they don't know about follicular phase variability because they don't know what happened in your life. Like they didn't know if you moved. They didn't know if you had that really stressful event. They didn't know, you know what I mean? Like it can't calculate for that. Only you can know yourself and know like what happened in your life. And if something, oh, by the way, also if you got sick, that's another thing getting sick can also delay ovulation. And so, um, so like the, the app isn't going to be able to account for that. All right. So that's the first thing is follicular phase var variability. Um, and that's one reason why you cannot rely on the ovulation calendar. The second thing is called a luteal phase defect. So your luteal phase is the day from the day after peak day until the end of your cycle. All right. And this is why it is so important for you to learn how to chart because like if you're if you're like, I have a 30-day cycle, I'm totally healthy, I'd be like, well, 
we really want you to chart so that we can see like how long is your follicular phase and how long is your luteal phase? Because if your luteal phase is too short, your chance of miscarriage is very high. Um, and uh, if your follicular phase, if your luteal phase is too long, like that's a whole nother big fat question mark we're going to put on there. But we just kind of want to see are, are like your follicular phase and your luteal phases, are they in the range of normal? But a luteal phase defect is when a woman has a really, really short luteal phase. So um, typically by FEM standards, we want to see that the luteal phase is 9 to 18 days in length. And um, that's like that's like typically healthy. I like to see it be longer in women who are trying to get pregnant because basically that's the phase of the cycle where you would conceive and the baby would need to implant. And so the longer, you know, having that a little bit on the longer side is great. But basically if you, if you start charting and you observe like, oh, poop, my luteal phase is only five days long. Like imagine if you had a 30-day cycle for ease of numbers and your follicular phase was 25 days and then your luteal phase was five days. Like, and so for a woman who didn't know, who wasn't charting or wasn't tracking and didn't know this information, like everyone would be saying like, oh, you're perfectly fine. You have a 30-day cycle. Nothing's wrong with you. Actually, it's really important that you chart your cycle through a verified method so that you can accurately chart like what is my follicular phase and what is my luteal phase length because that's a really big deal when it comes to um, your body telling us what your hormones are doing. So that ovulation calendar and ovulation calculator cannot like it doesn't know. It just doesn't know um, how long was your follicular phase or how long was your luteal phase. There are different things that we would observe in your body through charting that are going to tell us like, okay, this is how long your follicular phase was and this is how long your luteal phase was. And that's um, that's how we can pinpoint around the day that you ovulate, which is really cool. But the the apps and the devices and the trackers are totally not going to know that. You know what I mean? So if you did have like that 30-day cycle with that crazy 25-day follicular phase and the five-day luteal phase, like that would just be crazy. But honestly, it's not that crazy. Like we do have a lot of women with luteal phase defects in our country. So, um, oh my goodness. Okay. I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to stay focused. <laughs> so the point is, is like the apps and devices would be like, oh, um, so your the first day of your period was here. And then the last day of your period was here. And so your cycle length was this long. So this is probably around when you ovulated. So like it wouldn't, it wouldn't have a clue if your follicular phase was 25 days in length and your luteal phase was five days in length. So it's just, you know, that's, that's important to know and to, important to keep in mind. Okay. The third thing that you need to know about the variability from woman to woman is we want to look at another phase, all these phases. I know. Um, so the ovulatory phase is a whole nother phase. And basically that phase is when your body is working towards ovulation. That's pretty simple, right? And there are certain biomarkers that are going to be reflected to let us know and interpret how is your estrogen rise in this ovulatory phase. And is it a good, is it like, are we seeing um, increasing amounts of cervical mucus? Are um, you having like 
an uprise in mood and, um, you know, sex drive. Um, like there's a lot of different things that we can look at in the ovulatory phase to observe. Is your estrogen rising properly? Like that's a whole thing. And it's actually kind of like, it's a thing. <laughs> like we want to make sure your estrogen is on the uprise properly and your um, cervical crypts are responding to that estrogenic rise beautifully. And you're making good amounts of cervical mucus. Because again, I'm going to use the same example. If the woman has a 30 day cycle and, um, Maybe, maybe even her follicular and her luteal phases look good, but if her estrogen rise or her ovulatory phase was like kind of poor quality, then no, like she can't get pregnant, like because her body is actually having a hard time um, ovulating and having that swift and sweeping and awesome estrogen rise that it's designed to have. So if she's kind of having a hard time with that, then the app wouldn't know. And um, it would say you ovulated, but like, girlfriend, that thing cannot tell you if you ovulated. Like, even when you learn how to track and you become what I call a bougie charter, like you know, and you learn how to chart all the things, which is what I will teach you inside of my course. It's coming up super soon. Um, like, you still can never 100% confirm if you ovulate unless you go in for an ultrasound. Like that is the only way that you can 100% confirm if you ovulated. But um, what I teach you inside of my course is that there are a lot of different biomarkers that we can learn their language and learn how to chart them and track them. And that tells us, it's like allowing your body to speak and allowing your body to have this voice and language to let us know like, hey, how how is your ovulation going? And do we think you're ovulating based off of these signs? So, um, so those are three variabilities you needed to know. Follicular phase variability, about the luteal phase defect and your estrogen rise quality or your ovulatory phase quality. So all of the, those things are super important. So I hope that was really helpful for you and insightful for you. And I just want to remind you, again, if you haven't taken that hormone quiz, go take it and see if you are, um, you know, kind of doing what your body should be doing or if there's like a red flag that you should be aware of. And also, if you didn't sign up for that Healthy Cycles class, go do it. Go do it now. It's going to change your life. It is exactly what you need, what you've been looking for, what you've been praying for, and this is your next right step. So go sign up for that class and I will see you there and let me pray over you. Lord Jesus, I just come before you and I thank you so much for this woman listening to this. And I just pray that this episode has blessed her and educated her so much, Lord. And I pray that um, you would just continually uh, convict her for how she can understand the body that you have given her in so much greater depth and detail than any app or computer or device could tell her. And I pray that she would grow in the knowledge of, of her body and of what her hormones are doing and what her cycle is doing and how she can healthfully support the temple that you have given her to for life to receive that, God. Um, I pray for health. I pray for restoration. I pray she would sign up for that class and that I would get to meet her so soon, Lord. And um, I just lift all these things up in your holy name. Amen. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds. Well, maybe like 
25 seconds. And it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, that would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.